The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by Booper, supporting the health of millions of Australians because life happens. Find out more at booper.com.au. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Monday the 26th of October. In your Squiz today, a cautious pause on Melbourne's reopening. Concern over the searching of Australian women at Doha Airport. A weekend of footy finals and the trouble with border towns. This is your Squiz today. Tough news for Melburnians yesterday with Premier Daniel Andrews delaying any lifting of restrictions. He says it's not safe to do so while health authorities are waiting on further test results from the city's northern outbreak, Claire. Yeah, much anticipated press conference yesterday where Andrews had said even as late as Friday that he didn't think that an outbreak in northern Melbourne would delay the lifting of restrictions. But when it got to yesterday, he said that there were at least a thousand test results from that area that needed to be put through the labs and needed to be checked before any restrictions were lifted. The city's rolling average is now under five new cases a day, which was the benchmark set for easing restrictions. There were some pretty strong reaction to the Premier's cautious pause while these test results come back. There really was. It was a wave of condemnation yesterday afternoon. Melbourne's Mayor Sally Capp said that it was confidence shattering. The local Chamber of Commerce said that it was a shattering blow. Uh, Prime Minister Scott Morrison and Treasurer Josh Frydenberg said that it was a profound disappointment. They also had some numbers around the economic and job losses that are racking up each day. The lockdown is in place in Melbourne. And one of Daniel Andrews' own MPs, the former Health Minister Jenny McCarthy, Cost yesterday said that it was a paralysis of decision making. What a lot of critics really honed in on was whether the state has confidence in its contact tracing capabilities, given, as you say, that benchmark is under five new cases a day. What critics said is that perhaps the delay signals a lack of confidence in tracking down cases in these outbreaks. Premier Daniel Andrews is saying that's not the case and that the 1st of November is absolutely still and well and truly on track to be able to open up before then. The 1st of November is next Sunday, but that's unlikely to mean anything for Melbourne Cup Day, which is taking place on the 3rd. It was announced on the weekend that it will be going ahead without any live crowds. Yeah, believe it or not, we're at the end of the year mm. where the Melbourne Cup is next week. What race organisers have said is, despite putting plans to the Victorian government to host a small crowd at the Cup, it's not going to be possible. We'll have to make do with fashions in the front garden rather than fashions on the field this year. The Department of Foreign Affairs has registered a formal complaint to the Qatari government over an incident at Doha Airport where 13 Australian women were removed from an airplane and forced to undergo a physical examination without their consent. What's happened here, Claire? Yeah, reports said that the women didn't know what was going on. Apparently what happened was that uh, Qatar Airlines staff found a prematurely born baby abandoned in the terminal bathroom. There's no word on the health of that baby, but the women were then removed from planes, put into an ambulance on the tarmac and forced to have these invasive inspections. Those women have then flown on to Sydney and, of course, gone into quarantine. Local 
officials say that they were given all the support that they needed while they were in quarantine, but the Foreign Affairs Department has now officially taken it up with Qatar. No response yet from Qatar Airways over this. Over to Iran now, and Dr Kylie Moore-Gilbert, who's an Australian academic who spent the last two years in an Iranian prison after being sentenced for spying in a secret trial. She's been moved from Karchak prison to an unknown location. The reason for the move isn't yet known, Claire. No, but her supporters, her family and her friends really hope that it's a positive sign. They have stepped up their campaign in recent months to put a spotlight on her case, and they say that while she was put in um, that Kwachak prison as a punishment, they're hoping that perhaps the move means something good for her. No official word yet from the Iranian government or our officials on it. Over to neighbouring Afghanistan, officials are reporting that Afghan special forces have killed al-Qaeda's second-in-command, a man called Abu Masan al-Masri. Al-Masri is someone who was on the FBI's most wanted terrorist list. He had also been charged in the US with having provided material support and resources to al-Qaeda in a conspiracy to kill US nationals. Last month, Mike Pompeo, the US Secretary of State, said that there's fewer than 200 al-Qaeda operatives remaining in Afghanistan, which is quite incredible given we're at the 19-year mark after the invasion of Afghanistan. Uh, Really, that was focused on the Taliban uh, who had provided protection to al-Qaeda terrorists in that 9-11 attack. The death of al-Masri seems to mean that they're getting further and further into taking out the top of that organisation. And of course, two big nights of sport over the weekend with the AFL and NRL Grand Finals. Let's start with the AFL. Richmond Tigers took out their third premiership in four years. It was an incredible game on Saturday. If you like the footy, it was really tight until that final quarter when uh, what we saw was Richmond really do what they do well, which is win Grand Finals. Dusty Martin, who is their star infielder, won the third Norm Smith medal uh, for best on ground. He was the first to do that. And in the women's NRL final, the Brisbane Broncos beat the Sydney Roosters with Broncos Amber Hall taking home the Karen Murphy medal for best on ground. As for the men's final, the Melbourne Storm took home the trophy. Yeah, it was looking like the Penrith Panthers were going to be lucky to score. They went to halftime 22-0 down, but they managed to put 20 points on the scoreboard uh, though Melbourne was the winner on the night with 26, so another premiership to the Melbourne Storm. Ryan Pappenhausen took home the Clive Churchill medal for best on ground. It's disappointing he didn't win it for best mullet. He's got quite a stunning do, that guy. <laughs> there are quite a few mullets, but yeah, he, uh, he could be a worthy winner for best on ground for that as well. And finally, Claire, the coronavirus has presented plenty of logistical challenges when it comes to borders and border towns. We've well and truly seen that here. But there's a border between England and Wales that runs through a car park. That's through next level. <laughs> through a football club car park. It's a space where club organisers run events and it's uh, caused some difficulty when it comes to, let's say, facilities uh, with the loos on the Welsh side, <laughs> which would mean that the people on the English side of the car park would be unable to access it when they have a movie night. They've found a solution to that. But (laughs) yes, it really does show that these bureaucratic issues uh, are not just um, causing havoc for us here in Australia on borders. They're everywhere, it seems. What have you got for us for a subject line today? 
I've gone with that. I've got many rivers to cross, the old uh, (laughs) soul classic. And while it's not a river, it certainly seems like something insurmountable. At least it's not a river of something else. That kind of came to mind when you're talking about Portaloos. It's a bit much on a Monday morning. (laughs) True. We'll (laughs) leave that there. Thanks for listening. Before you head off, we're running a great little competition this week to win a gorgeous Sparrow Designs bag. So if you've got someone in mind that you think would love a shortcut to the news and the squiz, jump into your Squiz Today email and grab your unique link. You can copy and paste it in a text, in an email. You can post it on Twitter, share however you like. I'll put some details in your episode notes. Other than that, have a good Monday and we will be back with you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Superannuation can sometimes feel like just another overwhelming life admin chore. But as a member of Aware Super, you'll have access to lots of free online tools to help you, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you might need for retirement and comes with an easy to understand plan of how to get there. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.